Hey everybody, welcome to episode 75 of the Gene Pool Variety Hour. I am one of the co-hosts, I'm the old guy of the group, I'm Dad, I'm also known as Sean, and the guy on the other screen is... What is up, all my fellow nerds and nerdettes and everything in between, I am Connor, a.k.a. Quillmeister, a.k.a. the real brains of this operation. You just need to pay attention to me and just watch him do do all of the techie-techie stuff. I'm just going to be production monkey over here. <laughs> I keep waiting. I keep waiting. I've, I've I've dropped the hint in the Discord about if somebody that can draw wants to draw me a monkey, a cartoon monkey, that'd be great because I would turn it into a product hashtag product production monkey shirt for Dragon Con. You do realize I I have a fiance that draws on a professional level, right? Does she do cartoon type stuff, like caricature type cartoon stuff? Have I her draw. Have them. have her draw me a monkey, not anime. Yeah, I because I, yeah. I know she does anime. I know she does anime stuff. So I I I can ask them to. To try a goofy so, cart, um, a so goofy cartoon see. ape monkey um, thing. Um, what what kind of style are are you looking for? Cartoon Network style or Looney Tunes? Anything, anything cartoony. Or or um or or are you looking for 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 something like for someone like Chim Chim from Speed Racer? No, no, I'm not. I'm not looking for something that's that's more like actual monkey look. Yeah, at least Chim Chim was kind of monkeyish looking. No, no, I'm looking for something uh, a little w more weird and funny. Anyway, so okay, uh, I, anyway, I she can do that. Okay, she can do that. So they anyway, that. if you have never heard us before, uh, my condolences. Um, <laughs> but, we've, we, we, we've been doing this for almost four years now. I'm surprised nobody's uh, heard of us. Well, no, I mean we've been doing it for four years, and we were big in what was it, Thailand for a while? Literally, I feel. I feel like that was just a bunch of bots, you know. I don't feel like we it actually very well could have been bots, but it also that spike happened around the time that we talked about train to Busan. That's also there true. There may have been something going on there. I don't know. But anyway, but that's the thing. Train uh, train to Busan was was a I Korean know. movie. Not, I not, know um, that. I know. A, wait. What? Well, um, yes. Um. What? Um. Okay. Taiwanese is Taiwan. What's Thailand? Thailand is more like Philippines area. Okay, Philippines. It, yeah, it's kind of that okay. that kind of vibe. Anyway, I I, I just didn't know if they had their own name for for them. Just, 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 Korea has Koreans, China has Chinese, and all that. Right. I, I you I know. know. Yeah. So anyway, um, we like just hang out. I'm I'm dad. That's my kid, and we're the nerds of the family, and we talk nerdy stuff. Um, we do a lot of stuff at random uh we chase a lot of chickens that's why we have a, a a chicken for our mascot a chicken on our logo um so frequently you'll hear that and 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 we're both from the south where where um where, where fried chicken is big that has nothing to do with why we got a chicken <laughs> oh, oh oh come on i um we could I, be i am georgia raised you you are alabama raised and mom is texas raised but we could be from alaska and we would chase chickens connor because it's 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 this thing called ex, ADHD. Um, it's not it's not ex, it's not regional. It's uh, neurological. So anyway, we were in Alaska. So we typically will review a random movie that we pick by just rolling dragon dice and picking a movie off of one of the streaming services at random. Um, Kel, uh, Connor always has always come up with weird questions. So we do a geek question every week, and then we just talk about whatever comes to mind, nerd style. So that's pretty oh, yeah. much it. So it's um, very free form, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh kind of um, kind of like free form jazz. Yeah. Yeah, that. So 
So I would like to start with something. Original piece by Connor McKay. I would like to start with something that's some pretty awesome news. Um, for not for me, but for a friend of ours. Um, a year ago at Dragon Con, a year ago, our buddy Dennis from Botched, the uh, DM World's Most Okayest DM uh, for Botched, uh, started a Kickstarter for a ten-year-long dream for putting out his own comic. Uh, and it came out, it went through, it came out just a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, and I got my copy, Connor got his copy, I got my hat, and it's called Lycan, Solomon's Odyssey, and so this is, this is it, it has beautiful cool, artwork, beautiful artwork, uh, but he uh, does not hold back, oh, I'm sure, uh, it's, it's got our name in it, cause we, contributed to the kickstarter mm-hmm. so uh um, both of our names so thanks for all of that and it is an awesome book um and i, I I'm, I'm digging my hat it's my new favorite hat so um it's hot because it's black but it's cool i wish i could have gotten the hat so and i got a shirt I'm, but i'm not I'm wearing the shirt one. i should have gotten the hat yeah well so um so i just wanted to congratulate dennis uh and everything he did over at Hi- hivehead studios if you're interested uh in the book uh go to hiveheadstudios.com and, and check it out. I think it's HiveHeadStudios.com or it's Patreon.com slash HiveHeadStudios. And, and, I, and, I think and that's it. I, it's Patreon.com slash HiveHeadStudios. I don't know if he has his own domain for that anyway. Um, Botched has a... That crew has a habit and a history of coming up with some really, really, really off-the-wall um, uh, 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 website addresses and somebody will buy it for them and then they'll link it to their website. So mm-hmm. if you ever listen to their listen to their podcast and they talk about you know patreon.com slash podcast uh, botch podcast and those kind of things, um, they have some really interesting off color ones that they also link to their website. So anyway, um, again, I just wanted to congratulate Dennis for uh, this ten year long dream and that finally came out and it looks awesome. It reads awesome. Um, and so I'm just really happy for him. So that's something I wanted to get out there before we really get started in anything Woo! else. Way so, to go, Dennis. So there's that. Um, anything else uh, this week? Saw, I guess probably we'll talk about a little bit about um, um, whatever Marvel movie it is I just saw. Oh, Thor, Love, and uh, Thunder. Thor, Love, and Thunder. The fact Thanks. that I couldn't remember the name of what it was should give you a little bit of an indication of my thoughts about the movie. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, so yeah, so I did, so so Mitch and I went and saw Mitch's Connor's youngest brother, my other kid, my third kid. Anyway, uh, we went and saw Thor: Love and Thunder this week. Um, full of boys, and it was okay. I mean, it was a Taiki Watiti movie. Uh, I think I'm saying that right. And so it was hilarious in spots. Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti. It was. It was. Yeah, it was hilarious in parts. Um, sometimes I thought that the humor was too much for the movies, you know, but it is what it is. Uh, my favorite movie, um, that Tycho has done is Jojo Rabbit. So that's still my favorite movie that he's done. Um, so it was good. It was definitely not in the top five or 10 or so Marvel movies, but, um, I have heard, I have heard that for, um, Chris Hemsworth said that there is a four-plus-hour version of this movie out there. Oh my God! Because okay, now I now I want to see that. Because Tyke because Tyka will basically say, "Okay, we need to get one cut in now. Go 
you know, and they'll get all these different riff scenes and stuff. They, they, there's a lot. And that's something that Natalie Portman said about the movie. She says it was different than any movie she'd been in. You go in, you do your lines and that kind of stuff. This one is pretty much like Taika would come in and say, okay, this is kind of what we want to get. Go <laughs> and start the film, start the camera. Um, so apparently there's Basically a four a bunch of improv, right? So there's a there's a four plus hour version out there, and but Taika has said he will never release the director's cut of this movie, so I don't know that we'll ever get to see it. But we uh, should. But anyway, but I, I will say I will say that the funniest scene to me in the movie there's a scene, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna well I guess it's kind of a I guess it's a little bit of a spoiler. Is, it's not a story spoiler. Is, it's just a scene spoiler. Is it I don't the want... scene in the trailer from with um um with uh, Zeus flipping off the robe. Yes, but you get to see, you see everything from the backside. Well, yeah, and yeah, and you, you see, and you see all that ass, and you see and yeah, it's it's not um it's not America's ass. It's it's um um. Asgard's ass. It's Asgard's ass. But anyway, it's Asgard. So, <laughs> there you go. It is Asgard. So no, the funniest part was all of all of Zeus's like female minions that sat around him and took care of him. Some of the you males know, too. Just literally fainted, and then when they when he put his clo- when he zapped his clothes back on him, they all went, oh, <laughs> that exactly. was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Um, and 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 hearing hearing Russell Crowe. Uh, speaking of Russell Crowe, I love Russell Crowe. Um, he's a long way away from Gladiator. He's a couple of Gladiators right now. Um, yeah. I mean, they kind of took the Gladiator breastplate and had to do a bunch of stretching. Um, so, got to get back into the gym. But anyway, hearing him play that Zeus character with a, almost like a lisping Spanish accent was hilarious. <laughs> that was pretty funny. So there was some there were some funny parts in the movie. Um, and, then, and, then he, and then he got a lightning bolt through the chest. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it was enjoyable. I didn't mind spending the money to go see it because it's a Marvel movie. It's always a spectacle. Um, but some of the TV, some of the Marvel TV shows have been way better lately. And Shang uh, Chi uh, or Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Shang Chi. That that one, The Legend of the Ten Rings. That's been my favorite in the last couple. You know, at least three years. All right, I'm about to do a hot take right now. All right, just gotta crack my knuckles and get ready oh, for it. Oh God, here we Ooh. go. Hot take. Hold on, wait, wait, we're about to chase chicken. Go. The current phase of Marvel, including the TV shows, have only had about three good additions out of everything they've released in the past year and a half. Everything else has been crap. Um, I wouldn't say crap. I would say, it's, I would been s- unnecessary filler is some um, is that mm, fair? No, I I wouldn't even say that. I think there's I think they've done a lot of storytelling to fill in some gaps. I think they've done a really that's, good job with that. That's um, the thing. Hang on, that's all these movies have been is um um it's um it, it's okay. Most most of these new movies have, have been either large expositional stuff shoving in a whole bunch of new characters into our faces and then mm-hmm. forgetting about them for, for, for like three or four movies hashtag multiverse um, of madness exactly um let's see and and then also a bunch of loose end tying that uh, that's all that's all love and thunder was we just was just tying up a bunch of loose ends from 
from from Infinity War and Endgame. I, I mean, I, that's I, I, all it was. Yeah, well, and you haven't even seen the movie yet. You haven't even seen the movie yet, no. so you can't really no, speak but, with um, authority. But yeah, but I agree with you. I agree with that. That as that. Uh, um, estimate, even no way whatever home word you want to use. Um, even no way home. It was nothing but um, but but loose ends, just trying to tie him off. You know, and um, and and it had the most unsatisfying ending. Well, and, but that said, and, it, there's a lot of setup for for future stuff. You know, because but, um, they're no, about no, no, to. No. Actually, when you think about it, there isn't because um, um because they've introduced a lot of things that could have been a a, a new big um multi phase wide arc like they did like they they with the Infinity Stones they could have done time distortion thanks to, thanks to Loki introducing that stuff mm-hmm. has been any mention of it since they could have had some kind of big investigation into the power of the Ten Rings. We had that one little mini end and credit scene. Nothing ever since. Um, it's... Um, and and then there could have even been stuff involving the multiverse, but um, but 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 they basically capped that off uh, um, at the end of Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, yeah. you do realize, Con- no, Connor, no, your short-sighted view, short-sighted view. Um, you do realize that we're kind of at the beginning of Phase Four. They're just setting up stuff because these phases last three or four years. They're just setting up the beginnings of stuff. You know, Loki and Kang, that's, that's going to be part of this multiverse stuff. No Way Home was playing into the multiverse stuff with Multiverse of Madness. It's all going to tie together. And if you remember, with the last phase, you know, there was a lot of stuff that didn't seem to really kind of fit, but it was all kind of coming together till you hit, you know, Infinity War and Endgame. And that's when it all started tying together. All these different... It's like... I mean, if you think about it, Connor, when when Guardians of the Galaxy, for Volume 1, when it first came out, most people were like, "What? Who are these people? Never even heard of it, you know." And 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 then they became crucial to the storyline. But you didn't know that when that first mo- that movie first came out. So they're introducing some characters because y- y- this is something else you have to understand. All the folks that you and I have kind of fallen in love with, you know, the the Avengers and all the you know secondary characters in the Avengers, dude, those actors are all getting super old. They can't do this forever, so they're starting to bring in new characters because they're going to be the new phase. They're they're going to be start yeah. bringing those things in. That's why they brought but, in. They got Miss Marvel. They got all those kind of things that are happening. Yeah, Miss. Um. Okay, and that's another thing. All of these Marvel TV shows, in my opinion, the only good one was Loki because because one division so wrong. It took too long to get started. It took way too long to get started. Did mm. um. Um, since, since all, all, since all these Marvel shows only have about, about five or six episodes, it, it, um, it took WandaVision three whole episodes to get good and get to the actual crux and meat of the show. It, it took three episodes for it, for you to go, what in the world is going on? And then the exactly. payoff, but the payoff was well worth it. The okay, payoff was I, super well worth it. So I then never you can't really said the payoff wasn't worth it. So I never you can't said the payoff wasn't worth it. So you can't say it was I'm, a waste of time. I'm saying you can't I'm, say it was I'm, a waste I'm, of time. Can you let me finish? Sure. I'm just saying that um, that if I had started watching this when um when it first came out when um when they were just giving us a small little episode a week mm-hmm. that would have been basically a whole month of of lee of filler nonsense mm. to um to, to then finally get to the actual meat of it and Listen, um and then by then it was just two or three more episodes after that 
I mean, there was like it's eight like, epi- There was like eight episodes, so you still you weren't even halfway through when that happened. But listen, I will, I will, still, I agree. Listen, I agree with you on those first three episodes. I almost gave up on it after episode two. I really did. Okay. However, once it kicked in, though, you can't say that it wasn't worth it because it was. I mean, to to me, it was probably the. I mean, Wandavision was absolutely fantastic. Um, Loki was great. I actually like WandaVision better, I think, but Loki was great. Um, Moon Knight, Moon Knight was fantastic. Uh, now, now, um, continuing on, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I could take it or lose. I could take it or leave it, you know? Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it, um, it, it started at the wrong time of, um, of the year because, um, um, because back then, then when it was first coming out, heavy, heavy racially political stuff was happening. And so that's basically all it was. It, it was basically a six or seven episode long propaganda thing. And it was hard to take it up uh, and it was hard to actually connect to what the story was actually trying to do. Well, you know? I, I thought Find I got- a replacement for Captain America when in reality it was just about just trying to. I mean, it. Um, it focused too much on on the politics and not on the story of the character. No, I, and and I get I get what you're saying, and it was the same thing happened with Black Lightning. Yes, I thought Black Lightning was even more so than than, and that's why I didn't even finish watching because it, it just got to be it, to me. It just felt felt like nothing but a political statement, um, and yeah. so I didn't give Loki it. I, I didn't give good. Um, I now Loki because, uh, because every episode it gave us something. It gave us a little bit of meat, you know. Oh, yeah. It was um. Each episode, each episode was like a sandwich, you know. Oh, a bit of filler, or I'm got, I got a good source. I got some extra comedy and little bits mixed in. Yeah, a nice, good, satisfying sandwich. Each right. episode was right. Well, you um, know, Miss Marvel, it's basic. I mean, Miss <laughs> Marvel is just a kid goofing off half the time, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just there's no development we're seeing. It's it's literally just. A kid hopping around, um, hopping around, creating giant hands, making these little step portal things, and just, um, it, um, it's basically an extra long version of every other Spider-Man m- movie of the first discovering of powers and experimenting. It's basically an extra longer version of that. Now, okay, you know? so if you were 16 years old and got superpowers. Would you immediately start going, oh, I've got to save the world, or we going, look at all this cool crap I can do. That's exactly what you would do. Well, so yes, it's, it's, I, okay. but listen, listen, you, okay, are you going to let me finish now? Are you going to let me finish yes. now? Okay. So you have to understand that with these shows, these Disney Marvel shows, each one has kind of had its own style. It has that, it had a unique style, unique kind of genre kind of thing, this kind of thing. And so, um, it's just different. It's catering more to a younger audience because it's a younger character. So that's why it's got more of a teeny bopper type of vibe because that's the character, and I don't have a problem with that. So you know, I know I wouldn't I wouldn't I worry just... about that too much. Um, now I will say this: I'm just not really cool, all jazzed up about the story. Period. So yeah, regardless. But that that has nothing to do with the fact that okay, they went with that style. I'm just not. Because I've I've played her character and learned a little bit of her backstory and like with well, the Avengers game or whatever that's on the Xbox yeah. and it just doesn't grab me, you know. So I know. Um, Hawkeye was great. I thought Hawkeye was great. 
I completely forgot Hawkeye existed. Hawkeye was fantastic because it showed... Oh my gosh, it was so good at showing the pain that he and Yelena had at losing... Um, one, one of them lost their sister. The other one basically lost their closest realist friend. Yep. And they were both hurting. And yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing. And it introduced the, the new, you know, the younger Haley, what's her name? That's playing, you know, the Hawkeye sidekick. That's going to eventually, yeah, they're basically going to be in the new Hawkeye or whatever. Um, and she was great. So I disagree with you that they were all bad. I would say, uh, Moon Knight was great. Loki was great. WandaVision was great. Hawkeye was great. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. To me, Falcon and Winter Soldier felt like just a long Avengers movie. It had that same kind of feel and style, so it did nothing for me. We've had enough of those. Um, and Mrs. Marvel, I'm, the jury's still out on that one. It's not done yet. So, but as far as the but, movies, rate as far as the movies recently, um, Shang Chi is my favorite. Absolutely my favorite in this in this phase. Um, I love what they did with. I love that guy that plays that character. Um, so that one's probably my top three, period, of Marvel movies. Far from home was far from home was was a little, eh, you know. It felt like it was. Um, I love Tom Holland as Spider Man, but at the same time, I'm still Andrew Garfield guy. Huh? I'm still an Andrew Garfield guy. I get that. Um, I I think the main thing um of what I'm trying to say with these Marvel shows is that. In my opinion, it's not worth watching them as um as the one a piece type thing once a week because because then because then there's too much space between them and um and and you kind of get this this whole stagnation in between the episodes. Um, they um they are much better if you binge them all the way through. Just take a day, binge one of them. You know, it's um it flows a lot better if you do it like that. That's why I refused to watch a single episode of Moon Knight until the last episode came out. Because I want to get the whole story, even if it's binging it. I want to get the whole story. I don't want to sit there and drag it out for six or seven weeks. Um, because but I just still. Um, um, what, what was your opinion on, on Eternals? Oh, okay. All right. Here's my opinion on Eternals. As a Marvel superhero movie, I thought it sucked. <laughs> um, as a drama, as a drama set in the Marvel Universe, I thought it was great. It was If you went into it looking, expecting it to be a big Marvel superhero kind of movie, it was weird and just didn't come off well. And I thought that the casting... Discord. I, 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 I'm sorry. I feel like the casting was horrible. Um, I didn't like Angelina Jolie as that character. She's supposed to be this warrior god or whatever. And her arms are like literally this big around. I mean, I'm not saying you got to go get jacked up like Chris Hemsworth, but if you're going to be the warrior god or whatever, you need to kind of look the part. Look, she looks skeletal. She looks skeletal to me. Um, I thought that I thought that Salma Hayek did a good job kind of playing her character because her character was kind of like the motherly character leader of all of them. So I thought she did okay. Um, what um what um what about Camille Nanjiani? Which one was she? It's a dude. He was the Indian guy. Oh, I mean, he was guy. funny. He was yeah. funny, but I mean, it's all right. He I, it's was just... an odd choice because I've only ever seen him in comedic roles, and this time he was a superhero. Yeah, did you see? Did you see him? Up. 
Did you see him in Obi Wan? Have you watched Obi Wan yet? I, I have not watched any of the Star Wars stuff. He's in Obi Wan, so get ready. He's in Obi Wan. <laughs> I may not watch any of this new Star Wars stuff, Dad, because look, um, I don't get it. I don't. Mandalorian I don't is good. To it, and Mandalorian is good. Um, I did not find. I did not like Boba Fett. I thought it was really boring. I I, fin- I watched the last episode just to say I finished it, but I did not like it. Um, Obi Wan was good. The little girl that plays the little girl Leah, the first couple episodes annoyed the crap Leah? at Leah. Annoyed the crap out of me, um, but she kind of grew on me. Um, she she's supposed to be ten, and she looks like she's about six. And it just that threw me off, and she was just kind of super annoying. And that was the character. Um, also, I didn't like um, the 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 portrayal of the character Reva in, in Obi Wan. Um, I get why it was portrayed the way it was, but I just didn't I just didn't think it play, played off well. Anyway, not to get any kind of spoilers or anything. But uh, we've uh, spent a good minute t- bit of time talking about all kinds of stuff that has nothing to do with the reason why we're here to talk about stuff. <laughs> it. Um, it actually was kind of a good lead-in for our geek question, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, do we do the movie or the geek question first? I know I always forget. We always do geek question first and All then right. finish off with the movie. Okay. Do you want to do the geek question now? You ready for the geek question? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's let's freaking go. Let's freaking go. I want to ask you a bunch of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately. All right. I want to ask so, you a bunch of questions now, and I want them answered immediately. And so, what's the question? All right. Let me put. I, I got it here too. Choose, Go ahead. If you could choose one comic book character to get their own TV show or move or or movie, which one would it be and why? Okay. Go. I honestly okay. At first, I was thinking Gambit just because I've always been a diehard Gambit fan. He is a very very unsung hero of the X Men force, but um, but then I started thinking. You can't do Gambit without then basically introducing the entire X-Men family, you know, because uh, Gambit was kind of a late addition to it. So you would have to get all that build up from them to then get to Gambit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was thinking of a more standalone hero, and then it, and then it hit me. Okay. Squirrel Girl. Okay. I want a, char- a Squirrel Girl TV show. A character about which I know nothing. Okay, so... So now, Squirrel Girl is basically one of your classic, classic, um, um, animal-powered, influenced superhero kids. You know, um, she she has the powers of squirrels. You know, basically, um, she is able to telepathically um, communicate with squirrels and has her own little squirrel army. She has a squirrel tail, and she has the she has the heightened reflexes and, and attention span of a squirrel, which, which makes her great for for aerial acrobatics and moving around, and and she's great in in a forest setting or um, or a tight knit urban setting. You know, mm-hmm. um, she she has the pr- proportionate strength of a squirrel, which believe it or not, squirrels are pretty strong given their size. Um, yeah, she beat the Hulk in an arm wrestling match. That's interesting. Yes. And, I, I know nothing and, about this character, so. Um, and then her bite force, she can bite through adamantium. I wow. swear I have this That's image interesting. Of, of, 
I swear I have this image of Wolverine going at her. Yeah. She, she catches one of his claws in between her, her freaking teeth and then snaps it like a freaking Hey, twig. what's up, I Dennis? I just saw you. Ch- ch- you missed the beginning. We talked about uh Solomon's Odyssey and my hat and 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 and, and the book. We we did all that kind of good happy stuff. So so we we threw you some love at the beginning, buddy. Threw you some love. So anyway. <laughs> oh I see now I got Connor singing. Sorry. Sorry about that, Dennis. But anyway. Oh, so okay, so Squirrel Girl. So you wanna you wanna do it. Well, yeah. So, so you want to, so you want to do a movie or a TV show about Squirrel Girl? I want to do a TV show of Squirrel Girl. You know, I'm still a bit foggy on her origins uh, as to how she got her powers. Yeah, but, but I still want a TV show of that because, think about it, if that's the perfect comedy um, superhero show. A girl with squirrel powers. Come on. Right. Well, you, you tell me how that wouldn't be funny. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, if I could see if you did um, Squirrel Girl as like in like the Miss Marvel type of genre of like a high school kind of thing, that would yeah. be kind of funny. Um, in fact, fun fact in um, in in the comic book canon, mm-hmm. she and Spider Man often worked together, and um, and they were part of of the of this Shield force of of teenage superheroes they were training. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, like I said, I don't know anything about her, so I would probably need a like a Mar- like like you said like a Disney like short arc TV show to to kind of figure look her out. Look up pictures of um um if if you look up pictures of her, I'm sure you've seen her in in at least in passing in some kind of arts, you know. Yeah, now I've heard of her. I've heard of it before. I mean, I've heard of the character before, and. I, I read something somewhere that if, that uh, Anna Kendrick would love to d- d- play do her voiceover if they did any kind oh, of work. Anna Kendrick would be perfect for um, Girl. She would be perfect. And then Milena Vaintrib. Um I think she Who's actually that? she's the I think she's the AT and T commercial girl, but she's been in some stuff. Uh, oh she, yeah, that girl. Yeah, that girl. So she's uh, she. I can also kind of see Zoe Deschanel doing her voice. No, her voice is a little bit too dark and ra- I mean too deep and raspy. I think for Squirrel Girl, Squirrel Girl sounds like it'd be more of a squeaky thing, which would be Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick would be yeah, great. The- I don't think I could see her playing the character itself in a live action movie. I could see Melina Ventra playing her character because she kind of has the look of. I could see her looking like a squirrel. I'm sorry, I could just I, yeah. she kind of got a little chipmunk chinks and everything. But anyway, okay. So Squirrel Girl, that's yours, huh? Oh yeah. Okay. Um and um and I've actually read an article that um that stated if if they if if Disney and Marvel had put Squirrel Girl in the MCU, mm-hmm. she um she, she she could have one-on-one took on Thanos. Um and they gave all these comic references and all and all these facts and numbers and everything. And I now want to see that. I want to see a spunky little redhead with a giant bushy tail and yellow spandex going up against the mad titan and just completely rock his butt. I can, I can, you know? I, I can just see Squirrel Girl kind of you know running up his leg onto his arm and and you know chowing down on the Infinity Stones. <laughs> Sorry, I just have this this weird image of a squirrel running up Thanos's leg and eating the Infinity Stones off of the gauntlet. That's okay. That's I, I'd pay money just to see that. Yeah, just 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 for the heck of it, you know. Um, Okay, so yeah, Squirrel Girl. That's my answer. So mine would be Nightcrawler. 
Which version, though? What do you mean, which version? I, I, buddy, I'm I'm not a comic guy, remember? So I don't know. There's I know there's version. There's X Force version. No, probably. You know, I mean, just the, I don't just just there's the one that's confirmed as on as a child of of Mystique and someone else. Yes, and another one that's not. I know, I know. There's multiple versions. I'm just talking about just generically that character. Let the director take it in whatever direction he wants to go. But you know, because yes, um, a superhero that's the child of Mystique and Azazel. Um, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Um, and I'm he's, curious though. What? In that version of Nightcrawler, the only thing he got from from Mystique was basically his skin color, and that was it. His power was still basically just Azazel's power of teleportation, wasn't it? But he was no, he he got her acrobatic kind of skills. Well, so he, so anybody can anybody can give me as acrobatic as that with the right training. He had we see it in the all the time. But he had like microscopic suction in in his appendages, so he could like stick to walls, so he could climb. He had a little bit of the Spider Man kind of thing to it. He had the prehensile tail, um, so he had he, he's. He's the, listen, he, and, um, he, uh, he had the same kind of tail. So you just want to shoot down everything I'm saying tonight, apparently. No, I'm that's what I. That's what. I, that's that's the theme tonight. Shoot down Sean. I'm going to change the title of that. I'm not meaning to shoot, shoot the down. old man I'm, down. I'm just curious. That's Jeez. all. Just, just because just because I've always wondered about the Nightcrawler character because the only version I honestly knew of was the one who um who was the child of Azazel. And, and mystique, and, right? Um, and and then all I knew was was and, and all I knew was his classic teleportation thing, which was exactly like Azazel's. All this right. other stuff, I didn't know he could have gotten from Mystique. You know? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the acrobatic stuff. Anybody could, could, could learn to be that flexible. I could learn to be that flexible with the right training. Yeah. You know? Well, uh, no, uh, no, no, no. Well, yes, I could. <laughs> sure, you can, Connor. I can I, see you doing backflips and stuff. I would have to lose sure. First. <laughs> so, so yes, he's got he's got the acrobatic stuff. He's um he's got the teleportation ability. He can do all the fighting. He can do the climbing. And I've always been more drawn to characters that kind of have neat abilities, but still have some grounding in, in, in humanity a little bit, you know? Like, Thor does nothing for me. Iron right. Man does nothing for me. Um, you know, that's Will why... That's one that could do anything for you? Uh, not, I mean, yeah, uh, more so than those two. Uh, Moon Knight, I like because he's... Moon Knight, I like because he's got some special abilities, but he's just kind of a guy, too, you know? And there's just, of course, there's this, the psychological aspect of, of him and his multiple personalities. Uh, kind of more street level kind of superheroes, I guess. So I like the fact that that Nightcrawler has got, you know, some special abilities, and he's got that super ability of teleportation, which was is a magic power I would always like to have had. Um, plus, some other aspects to him. He's you know, plus he's very religious. He's and he's very humble and he's very kind, and so I just like that about him. And I wish. I would love to see them flesh out that character because he does have so many different origin stories. You could go in so many different directions with him, you know? Um, so I would really like to just learn more about him. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to remember uh, who's the guy that played him in the original X-Men movies. Oh, God. Alan Turk. I don't remember. 
Alan Cummings, I think, played Alan him. Alan Turing? No, not not Turing. I think it was Alan Cummings. Um. Anyway, I Alan I'm, I'm terrible with name. No, not Canadian talk show host Alan Thicke. No, not Canadian talk oh. show host Alan Thicke. Oh, 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 come on. That would be something to see. That would be something uh, to see. It's like I got, you know, you know, Alan Thicke as Nightcrawler. You got Merv Griffin as Thor. You got, you know, Michael Mike Douglas or whatever his name was as like Iron Man. I mean, come on. You know, let's just throw in some Dr. Phil. He can be, you know, Hank Pym or something. I don't know. He, what? Why not? He, 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 he could be Captain America. No, no, no. <laughs> Dr. Phil, would, Dr. Phil would, would be Dr. Strange. Oh, my gosh. That, that, that. I'd pay money to see that. I'd pay money. Oh, speaking, <laughs> speaking of Merv Griffin. Wait, who's that? You'll have to look him up. Old folks that listen that ever listen to us know who I'm talking about. Mark Griffin was a talk show host back in the seventies. And your mom and I your mom and I have been binging some stuff lately and we've we we binged all the way through Seinfeld over the last, you know, several several weeks, couple of month, few months. And we just finished it up the other night. And in the last Huh? Uh, the season the series finality the series finale sucks. It's one of the worst series finales I've ever seen of a TV show. Of a TV show that I loved. Worse than worse than Sopranos? I did. I never watched Sopranos, so I couldn't tell you. You didn't? No, oh never watched gosh. Sopranos. So, um, anyway, um, so we were doing that, and there was an episode recently where Jerry and and Kramer are walking down the sidewalk, and there's this big garbage, you know, like construction garbage bin outside this building, and Kramer's like, "You know what that is? That's the set to the old Merv Griffin show," and he steals the entire set to the Merv Griffin show and sets it up in his apartment. And starts doing his own version of the Merv Griffin show with <laughs> Elaine and Jerry and George and um, Newman as his guests. And it's oh, wow. just, that was one of the funniest episodes of the season. Um, the season, the series finale, it's, you know, terrible. Absolutely terrible. Um, it you was pretty, I can see? it was a series finale about a show about nothing that was pretty much nothing. It was, it, your mom and I sat there and just kind of went, that's it? Yep, that's it. So anyway, so back to the geek question. I would definitely choose Nightcrawler because um, that's just yeah, one that fascinates me. Girl. And and you know, apart from very teeny parts in the X Men movies, he's got no screen time at all. And I think it's an interesting character that they could flesh out a lot. Um, yeah. So and Squirrel Girl, why not? Because I know nothing about that chick. So or there, um, um, there or is just one thing I um, rodent I, person I, I want, there, thing. There's one thing I want to flush on real quick. I don't know why I keep looking at my computer screen over here when you're right here in front of me. I, yeah. So exactly. sorry to people that are watching and are watching me look over there. So anyway. So so you're saying one thing I I, I do just want to flush on real quick. You want to flesh when, flesh on? Is that what you said? Yeah, flesh out on. Oh, flesh out. Okay, uh, just flesh yeah. out. Um. Um, <laughs> earlier when we were talking about, um, about all, all these old guys playing, playing adventure characters. And, and then I said, Dr. Phil as Dr. Strange, I could just picture her, him, um, him using the time stone to, to, to do that classic scene with, um, with, with Dormammu. And then every time, in, instead of staying, I like to make a bargain. It's how does that make you feel? You know, just every time it resets, it's just him just trying to shrink Dormammu, and then eventually it's just Dormammu on some kind of cosmic couch laying back, 
just expositioning all his problems. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, you tell me that would be funny. Well, anyway, um, speaking of Dormammu and all that kind of stuff, I, you know, I, I like Doctor Strange. I like Benedict Cumberbatch. I think I got his yes, name his right. Name. It's so hard to say. Um, I like him, and I like it the way he plays that character. Um, the first Doctor Strange, uh, I mean, it, it's okay. I don't think the villain was very enthralling to me. Um, and um, I think I think um, the fact the, that the actor or, or the entity, just just that character, just the character, and you know, I mean, it just was it just didn't feel very threatening to me. I mean, the actor that uh, uh, Mickles Matson or whatever his name is um, that plays the evil guy. Um, he's great in everything he does, but um, but and then you know in Multiverse of Madness when they when Scarlet Witch was the bad bad person, uh, you know, uh, I thought that was great. And and, I, and 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 here's the thing, I mean, she was kind of the I villain. In oh I my goodness, can I finish my sentence? <laughs> Three times I've tried to finish the sentence. Um, so though she was the bad person, she was the villain in the movie. I mean, because if you had watched WandaVision all the way through, it was a sympathetic pain that, you know, she was just, she was doing evil things, but it was out of grief and pain, you know? Anyway, so. Um, she just wanted her kids back. That's yeah. all it was. But, and, mm -hmm. um, and of course, if you, if you can tell me with a straight face, um, it, um, if you can tell me with a straight face that if you were in, her shoes had her powers had her abilities you wouldn't do the same thing no 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 hold on what i try to do something i feel what, loved no listen what i try to do something to regain that stuff sure would i go find a deserted island where i'm not affecting anybody or anything and create my own delusion to live in maybe but to destroy the lives of so many other people across so many different universes to get fake children. I mean, they weren't fake in the other universes, but they weren't hers because her children in her universe never existed. So she was willing to take anybody and everybody out to steal somebody else's kids, basically. So no, I would not have done that. Would I have gone and found me a deserted island somewhere or magically transported myself to another place where there is nobody and created my own delusion and live there forever? Maybe. But I uh, wouldn't have done what she did. No. So. Anyway. So, yeah. So. Right. Yeah, Maybe. I think we answered those questions. Um, what did we well, only got, got like 15 more minutes anyway. <laughs> well, anyway. Okay. So, so I guess we want to talk about this movie now. Zone 414. Yep. Okay. All right. Hold on one sec. Uh, so, now it's, now it's time for the next segment of... Rolling for credits. Roll for credits. Oh, great. I hit it I'm twice. Tired. I hit it twice. There's a delay, and so I hit it twice. Anyway. So, you even... You even got it wrong this time. So, you can't get on okay, to me. I am tired. Okay? You can't I get, worked hard today. You can't Shut get on to me anymore when I screw up. So, anyway. So, so we're talking about the... Uh, we never say we're reviewing a movie because we're not movie reviewers because we suck at that kind of stuff. But we're talking about the 2021 sci-fi movie Zone 414 starring, um, oh God, I got to pull up my notes because I didn't pull up my notes ahead of time. Um, what? Uh, uh, God, I'm drawing a blank on his name. 
Um, Guy Pierce. No, I, I should know. I should know his name. Guy Pierce, because I love Guy Pierce and things that he's done. Mm-hmm. Memento is one of my favorite movies. Uh, Matilda Ann Ingrid. L- There's a name for you. Her name is Matilda Ann Ingrid Lutz, and she plays. And the character she plays, Jane. So Matilda, what? Matilda Ann Ingrid Lutz plays Jane. Might as well just call what? her Joe. That is the just that is the most extravagant name, um, and then the most simplest name ever. No, 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 Bob. Bob. So, and then some guy named some guy named uh, Jonathan Aris played Joseph Veet, who was the brother and kind of like fin- psychologist and financial guy behind the company that created all these androids. And the guy that played the creator, uh, Marlon Veet, is Travis uh, Fimmel. Now, you might not recognize the name, and you won't recognize him, but I recognized him almost immediately. He has... So you remember his character, right? He was kind of an old, yucky-looking guy, right? That was a lot That was a lot of prosthetics. Um, why are we playing with the trash can? For those that are just listening to the podcast, all of a sudden no Connor is playing... I, Connor. Need, I needed something to fidget with. Connor is, is spinning a wire trash can on his hand and now putting it on his head. It's not going to fit over your headphones. You know what? It's going to get stuck, and now you're going to pull them off because your headphones are going to keep them stuck there. <laughs> Have fun. Have fun with that. So so now, so that's going to be our picture for the podcast right there. <laughs> so, wow, okay. Um, so Connor's wearing a, uh, Connor's wearing a wire trash can on his head. Um, but anyway, so, so Travis Fimmel plays uh, Marlon Veet in this movie. And if you've seen the movie, if you've seen the TV show Vikings, which I'm I'm almost done with season one. I started watching it a long time ago, and I just started watching it again recently. Great show. Uh, anyway, it's called Vikings, and he plays the um, the main character Ragnar Loth- Lothbrook. And I recognized him immediately from his mannerisms in this movie. It's really? kind of it was weird because. You know he he's he's playing this character in zone, and I'll get we'll get to the plot in just a minute. He's playing this character in 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 zone four fourteen. You know this kind of I mean if you, you would would admit to this right, he kind of had like a, a soft effeminate kind of mannerisms about him, right? The way he talked yeah, and the way kinda. you know, and and so that's that's I'm like wow he's going for this kind of like effeminate kind of vibe with his character, and then I went wait. He's in playing. A way, he kind of reminded me of um of of the collector from Guardians of um of the Galaxy. Yes, you know? he did. He did. That yeah, kind that's of soft, that's yeah. extravagant, lots yeah. of hand gestures. That I I, I I see that. But then I got to thinking. But wait, he plays this kick butt Viking guy Ragnar Lothbrook that just slices people up and kills people and this kind of stuff. And I went, wait. He kind of has the same kind of mannerisms in that one, but it looks kind of cool and menacing there. And I'm like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a birdcage. I didn't realize John Wayne had the beard. No, he has the Does beard. He has, beard. Yeah, he has the beard. He has the beard and everything. And in, in Vikings, the beard makes it butch. So, so you know, so it just made me think about in, in Birdcage when it's That's like a hashtag for you <laughs> when he <laughs> says when he says too the swishy. Beard, it's like beard. it's like no, I just didn't know John Wayne walked that way. So yeah. anyway. Um, I was trying to finish a joke, but I was anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. So, moving on. So this movie is set. Is it set in the future? Kind of a weird, kind of like dystopian kind of future. Not I too far say in the future. Dy- 
Okay, I well, wouldn't say it's. I wouldn't say it's dystopian. It's um. It, it's just that one city we saw was kind of grungy. Well, you know? it wasn't a city. It was just it was a zone in the city called Zone Four Fourteen, and 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 it had a very like Blade Runners ish kind of vibe to it. Um, it did. So kinda, so, kind of like a more grungy cyberpunk in a way. Yeah, less colorful. So. So the, 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 the premise of this movie is this Marlon Vade is this genius, this Elon Musk weird kind of eccentric genius that has created androids that are completely lifelike um, with, with real skin and all this kind of stuff. So they're completely Emotions. lifelike. Emo- well, yeah, and, and so the government gives... Programmable emotion. Right. They, they, the government gives him this area, this section in the city called zone 414 and androids can only be there and humans can go there pay a fee to go there and it's kind of like a party place you can do whatever you want to with the androids that you want to you can imagine what that would be like so a lot of most of the female androids are like strippers or you know call girls or things like that you don't really they don't show any of that kind of stuff but that's the implication um you know, you can buy, you can, if you have enough money, you can actually buy your own Android, but you have to be like super wealthy to, to buy an Android and take it home with you. But you had to go 20 there. million pounds. Yeah. So, or you could just pay a bunch of money. Which, and, what, what would that be in, in American dollars? I have no idea. I'm not, I'm I don't not know. curious now. So look it up. So, or you could just pay a, a fee, which was still an expensive fee, and go inside Zone 414, which was completely walled off. And it was like party. You can do whatever you want to because you didn't have to worry about catching any kind of bad diseases or things like that. And people could pay for whatever fantasy that they wanted. And all right. Um, and so hold on, hold on. So so there was that. So that was that setup. But Marlon had a daughter who went missing, and he hired Guy Pierce's character David, who was former military, former cop, um, who is now just like a private eye to try to find his daughter. And last he had heard, she had disappeared into Zone 414. So the premise of the movie is he's going in, he's trying to do this murder investigation or this investigation to try to find the daughter. Um, And he meets Jane, who is like the end-all, be-all android. Is like she has abilities that were almost accidental that makes her almost completely human. She has feelings she feels depressed. She's suicidal because she knows that no one is ever going to actually love her for her. So there's this huge. There's a, ex- there's a scene. There's this huge existential. Um, there's this huge existential. Cut her arm open. That's that's the scene I was trying to talk about. Yeah, I get that. I was just trying to finish my statement here. You know, so anyway, this huge existential crisis. You know, with all this stuff, and David start and and Jane and. The daughter were friends, right? Melissa. Melissa. Jane and the daughter were friends, so he goes to Jane and starts using her, pumping her for information to try to find Melissa. And then Jane says, oh, by the way, somebody's been stalking me, and he makes a deal with her. If I find the stalker and get him off your case, will you help me find Melissa? And so that's the agreement, and so they kind of start working together to try to find Melissa and find her stalker. And that's the whole premise of the movie. There's some interesting twists and turns. And so that's the whole premise. Okay, now you can tell tell me about your scene. 
I was just gonna go go. I was, I was just going on um on um on the description of Jane being about about how she um she um she is so suicidal and just so existentially dreadful. She, she slices her her forearm completely open and looks at the servos and, and mechanics inside, wishing she was just a regular human. Yep. So yep. I was building on what you were saying. Yeah. About Jane. Right. And I get that. I get that. So, um, but yeah, so it was almost like a Pinocchio, I wish I was a real boy, but in her case, it was, I wish I was a real person so that I could kill myself. And, you know? and Melissa wanted to be the exact opposite. She mm-hmm. didn't want to feel, she wanted to be an android. Yep. Yep. So, so that, so, and then, you know, it was, you know, part, part, you know, finding a missing person and part finding this, this stalker. And the stalker would leave Jane messages on her voicemail saying that she, he was going to have to kill her. And she went to her handler. I forgot what that character's name was. Um, Roy, Royale. Roy, yeah. Roy, short for Royale, right. And she said that, that people are not allowed to pay for that privilege to kill androids, that that's against the rules. But, but if they wanted to pay to stalk her and create fear in her, then that was okay. So she didn't think that... that that Jane was in trouble, but Jane was really scared, and Jane was truly scared. Um, so, what? Tell me, tell me your thoughts about the movie. I mean, wh- before we get to like the resolution of the movie and that kind of stuff, what were your thoughts about the movie? The movie it it was too short. They tried to put too much in um, hmm. into a too short movie, so it felt. Very, very, very fast paced in, in some places, mm-hmm. um, um, and then in other ways they um, they were wasting time with um, with with these big expositional overarching picture scenes. You know, oh um um, um mm-hmm. uh, the classic scenes of, of of the camera looking over the city, um, lo- yeah, um, um, watching the car drive, yeah. The, um, there were whole minutes, um, um, for for that for those kinds of scenes. You know, yeah. yeah. And um and, and so in a way they um they gave not the right amount of screen time for what they needed to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I, I kind of see what you're saying. You know they they you know the 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 stalker, and we'll get to him in a minute. Um, I didn't really think that they did enough to for who who that person ended up being. Apart there was from not that, enough evidence. Well, it was basically just kind of like oh Jack in the box. I'm the soccer. No. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, apart from that one scene where the stalker is talking to David and David realizes that, he, that he's the bad guy and he all of a sudden just lays out his whole, does his whole villain monologue of everything. Mm-hmm. There was really nothing leading up to that. There was really no character development of him. You know, it's kind of like, a movie that did a fantastic job of that kind of stuff was Seven. Did you ever see the movie Seven? Um, Brad Pitt, Seven Deadly Sins, all, all that. What's in the yeah. box? Yeah. Yep. 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 So, um, Kevin Spacey was the bad guy, right? What's in um, the box? And you didn't you didn't really see him until almost the very end, you know? Wait, Kevin who? Kevin Spacey. Who's that? He's, he was the president in House of Cards. He, um, um, he, I, 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 
you'd recognize him. He's been in stuff. Um, yeah. He he had a little bit of a Me Too, kind of a weird Me Too kind of issue. I don't know all the details, but he's kind of been persona non grata in Hollywood for a while now. So I don't know if he's doing any more movies or not. I don't know. Anyway, some, something about him and his 17-year-old... Yeah, let's move on then. Boy. But anyway, something like that. Okay. So I, I'm just saying this. This that was the, that was the allegations. I don't know if it was ever proven or anything like that. So, just and look him up. Now everything I've seen in Family Guy makes sense. <laughs> what does that mean? There are several scenes involving Stewie making jokes about Kevin Spacey. One oh. of which is um is is Stewie is running through a mall naked, screaming, "Help! I've escaped from Kevin Spacey's basement." There you go. And I'm just now, now it makes sense. Now I'm starting. Now it's all starting to connect. And I'm now like, it all comes together, right? So, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> um, so like in seven, I thought they did a great job of kind of building the character and kind of building the psyche of that character without ever even seeing him, right? To be fair, seven was on the on what's close to like two hours long, wasn't it? Well, the, right. That's what the, I'm kind of playing on what you were saying that this movie was too short. So, uh, in this one, apart from, like, the evil villain, you know, monologue, mm -hmm. there wasn't really any development of that other than, oh, this person is calling and leaving her threatening messages and stalking her. We, um, we and here he is, and this is the whole... five-minute chase scene. That's it. We had one yeah. small five-minute chase scene. That's it. So, so, I would agree with you that, that if they had made this movie 15 minutes longer... And, put, and um and, <clears throat> and cut down on um on, on all those on all those scene building shots of 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 the up high shots you know and well, the car driving shots. It, well, it was almost like cinematography for cinematography's sake. Exactly. You know, so if they had shortened those things up a little bit and added fifteen minutes to this movie to kind of add a little bit more one um, character development for the stalker, the bad guy. And maybe a little bit more about what made Jane unique. Exactly. You know? She was different. She was, she was different. She was a one-of-a-kind kind of android. But what was it about her that what made her that way? What made her so unique? So I, I felt like there was some character development that they could, that they missed out on. Um, I mean, I thought that the the I thought the cinematography was good. Uh, I think they, like you said, I think it, some of the shots it, were just it too was long. Good when it was, it was good when it was warranted. You yeah, know? yeah. But you know, I felt like we didn't learn a lot about David until like the final twenty minutes. You know. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and and the one thing I didn't like about the cinematography is I, I wrote down when I was writing my notes. I'm like, is it always night in this zone? Every scene, except for like one car driving, big cinema, you know, aerial shot of the car. Every scene was at night. Even it, when, it, even when, even when, you know, David is in Jane's apartment talking to Jane. And he's and she's scared about the stalker, and so he agrees to sleep there on her couch that night, and says, "Okay, so in the morning we'll go find, start doing our investigation." So he he lays on her couch and goes to sleep gets up the next morning and they go to start their investigation the next morning and it's pitch black outside. I'm like, is your day like 15 minutes long? <laughs> what? It could be possible that, um, that, um, that the maintenance areas and, and manufacturing areas 
in zone 14, um, um, me, um, needing to basically um, constantly maintain and create and sell these these androids. It, it, may, it may have made a like thick cloud of smog above the city, you know? But now, the, the, the aerial shot of the car driving, it looked like that. It just looked gray and dreary, absolutely. But all the other scenes, it was night. It was there was it wasn't like it was dim because of what smog. About the it was yard. Well, there's another the one that was day. that was another one that was that was dim and gray. So those are the only two scenes that I can remember that were dim and gray. Everything else was night. Even when what he said, about, even when he well, said the next the morning. Final scene at the gate. All right, buddy. Um, the final scene at them at the gate when they're coming out. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you could have seen that as you know, light. Hope the sun coming out. Yeah, you could have been saying, you know, out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow. Okay, so um, so I'm not gonna get it. I'm not. Yeah, that. Kev, I'm getting caught in my throat. I need to have a re. I need to have a. I need to have a rewind sound effect and rewind. Let you try that again. <laughs> yeah. I I gotta do the Chandler Bing thing, you know. Bet you bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sodden. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, that was, yeah, but that wasn't but that wasn't Chandler. That was Chandler's dad, wasn't it? No, no, no. That was Chandler. Um, as um as they were organizing all all their CDs, he was singing something from Annie and oh, okay. and yeah. Rachel looked at him and he yeah. was like. There'll be sun. Okay, I'm just trying to gotcha. sound manly. So, um, so anyway, I'm trying to think. Don't question I, me on Friends, man. No, I'm. I'm not gonna. I don't question you on in, in pretty much anything TV. But <laughs> as far as friends, do you office. do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about the villain at all and talk spoil it and who he was and all that kind of stuff? It was or, the brother. Okay, there you go. <laughs> That reaction of yours. Rewind about ten seconds. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Now yes. it was the brother. So um, yes, it um it 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 wasn't the father of the daughter Marlin. It um it was Joseph, the um, the really skinny looking, creepy smarmy dude. And did you did you recognize the dude that he was looked messed up? But did, but you know the thing that did did he have to he be the duck lips? Did he have to be the Go ahead. Okay, cool. Did he have to be the psychologist? Did he have to be a psychologist? I mean, come on. Really? I mean, All psychologists are I not mean, weird, smarmy, psych- psychopathic people. I mean, I'm weird, you, but I'm not smarmy and psychopathic. No. No, you you, you just take out your aggression through video games. I shoot aliens. <laughs> yes, I shoot um, aliens. A lot of aliens, but um, that's it. Wh- the one thing I actually did like um, about about Joseph being the bad guy was that um, was that most bad guy monologues you you get these weird trying to validate their feelings kind of uh, kind of explanations you know yep this guy straight up knew what was wrong with him he said what was wrong with him and um and he just accepted it be um because he he was able to understand it he just knew it was him you know yeah this was yeah. who he was straight up was, that was a breath of fresh air yep. you know straight up i'm killing was, androids and making moan yep that's me because i like pain there you go yep 
I mean, I mean, there was there, um, there, um, there was no. God tells me to do this, and I must follow His command. No, or no, the there voices was... tell me who to target and crap like that. He, yeah. you know, he was just saying what it was because he knew what it was. Yeah, there know? was no justification at all. He was just straight up. Yep. So, so yeah, I there was that. like that. That yeah. that was something different I haven't seen before. Right, right. Um, as far as the acting goes, um. Okay, David so was, on, on, was the only truly good actor in this thing. Marlon mm, had his um, I had just, his moments. Well, I, I'll put it to you this way: um, I thought they all played their characters pretty well. Uh, Marlon was kind of like your weird, eccentric kind of I don't know where you're going next kind of guy, and I thought he played that pretty well. Um, I thought Joseph. Oh, the of power. I thought Joseph uh, played his character pretty well as this really uptight, tight under you know overlaying the under, underlying psycho, kind of guy. psychopath kind of guy. Um, Dave Guy Pierce is David. I like Guy Pierce and everything, and, and his character was like supposed to be this straight-laced, no-nonsense, former military kind of underlying PTSD, pain over losing his wife, you know, kind of stuff. But I just didn't think he did a great job with it. You know, I thought it was just kind of boring. Okay, what's the what's the what's the song? Robin Williams and the the matchmaker 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 find me a fine catch me a catch. That's um that's from, from that's from Fiddle on the Roof. I know, I know exactly. But you look like Robin it's Williams. My favorite musical. My favorite musical. I know. So anyway, um, so I, I just didn't think that that guy. I, I didn't think he had a lot to work with with that character, and so there wasn't a lot of room for that character to move. Um, he did a good job with it. I just didn't think. I thought the person that did the absolute best was Jane, was Matilda as Jane, because she had to play an android that had emotions. So she had to play a machine that had emotions and burgeoning emotions, and not knowing what to do with those emotions, and not knowing how to handle those emotions because they were new. Because she was a machine. But, so I but actually thought I actually thought that her character was more nuanced than any of the other ones, and I thought she did a great job of it. Yeah, I get that. So, so anyway, so I thought Matilda, I thought Matilda as Jane was great. I like Guy Pearce in pretty much anything he does, but it, I mean, it was the character was kind of limiting. Um, Do it was a really small game. Ending, ending. I'm um, go ahead. I mean, you um, you you ending. You Do already you, you already straight up spoiled who did it. So, well, yeah, I, um, I, I said, who, who did it? I didn't say, I didn't say, Hey, what happened to, to, to the, who done it? Yeah. What you, I mean, no, it's, leave him it's a little, you. leave him a little bit. I mean, to, to something to discover in the movie. Um, if, um, you can if, hint if at you it, take away from, if you take away from, from, from the opening, in credits and all that, and then the closing credits. This movie is basically seventy-five minutes long. Yeah, it's pretty short. It's pretty short. So you're not, you're not, you're not you, going to be out a lot. You could crank this out on your way to and from work if you wanted to. Um, disclaimer: We do not encourage people to watch things while they're driving. Uh, if you're in a carpool lane, okay. Uh, okay. If you're in, in a carpool, lane. I'm just, I'm just saying, because you just talked about watching something while you're driving to work, and you don't carpool. I know. Okay. I never watch just, things. Just... Um, I never watch things in the car. Okay. I, I I may have TV shows going, but um, but but it's a TV show I've seen a bunch You're of just times. Just kind of listening or, to or, it. Or, um, 
Exactly. Okay. It's a, um, it's, to I me, at that it. point, it's basically like listening to a podcast. I completely get it. I understand. I just had to put that legal disclaimer out there so we can't be held responsible. If, if, so we can't be held responsible if somebody watching this stream or listening to this podcast goes, Oh, Connor said I can watch watch movies while I'm driving to work. And no, we can't. Do you we think can't. we have that kind of influence? Connor, I'm not saying that we have that kind of influence. I'm saying that there are people in this world that are not very smart. And, and and are very suggestible, and don't think through consequences. Okay, message received. I'm one of those people. No. <laughs> oh, so am I. You mean <laughs> yeah. all, right, all right? All right. Let me tell you. One, let me tell you a good story of stupid, stupid not thinking things through. Okay. We don't have time for this. That is. Oh, we do. Yeah, I we do. We. I know we do. We'll do this, and then we'll we'll roll for our next movie and get out of here. Okay. So, um, as an adult. A married adult, your mother and I are in our house, in our apartment in Chicago, and we got a live Christmas tree, and we're trimming the tree, and the top the top is a little bit too tall, and so I'm going to try to snip the top of the tree. I don't have any hedge clippers, because we, we rented where we were living, so we didn't have to take care of any of the lawn stuff, so I didn't have any lawn care stuff, so I didn't have any hedge clippers or anything. Had a good pair of scissors. So I get up there with the scissors trying to cut the top of the tree. But because it's kind of thick, the scissors just with my one hand can't do it. So, which hand is it? Okay, so I grab the scissors. Here's the, I grab the scissors with it here with a handle. I grab the blades with this other hand like this. And I'm kind of squeezing both hands like that. Okay, I'll come back later. Squeezing both hands like this. And so when I do... I didn't think about the fact that when you bend your hand, you know this little chunk of skin right here? It bends down. And so I went, snip, and I cut a about a quarter-size hunk of meat out of my hand right here. Oh, my God. You, Why? See the scar? Look at the scar, people. Look at the oh. scar. 20 years later, that scar is still there, man. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't sew it up because I mean, it was like it was like a, a hole that big of just chunk of skin gone, and I just went, "What did I just do? <laughs> How stupid am I?" As a hunk of meat's Wait, laying that, on that. the floor. Let me ask you something. Yes. Did you get your your security a, a deposit back? From what? Yes, I mean because I'm, I'm assuming blood was spurting out of your hand, like 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 in a like not, not, kill Bill all not, over the carpet. Not right here. It's not like a major artery right there. So no, it was bleeding, and then we we did it, and we that was when we lived literally right across the street from a Jewel Osco. Your mom ran across and got stuff, and we bandaged it up, and she cleaned up. She's a, a PA. She did all the medical stuff, did all the wound care, and somehow it healed up pretty cleanly. <laughs> But Still, so though. so you don't have to be I mean you can be stupid and be an adult it's you know people are stupid and I'm I'm poster child I'm so going to tell next this story right after we're done Well I mean I'll show it to her next time we're together when we come up Saturday for dinner I'll show it to her So yeah, anyway I'm so excited for that I know it's it's been a long time mom's been wanting to see you for a while Remind so. um, remind me to talk to mom about the bunnies for our honeymoon Okay Yeah no problem so, all right, let me let me pull up uh, all of our streaming services here, and oh, um, gosh, I hate this chair. I freaking hate this chair. All right, 
it's um it's it's just a straight up wooden chair on um on my flat butt so okay so so my tailbone is like just sitting right against hard wood <laughs> that's not good so okay so that's let's let's roll so uh we're gonna roll and the way, the way we do this we we roll a 20-sided die for to pick the service that we're doing and we do like um netflix we, hulu um, amazon hbo max okay mm -hmm. so let's see what we got here and I rolled a six, so that would fall into Amazon. So we're going to watch a movie on Amazon Prime. Okay. And then we'll roll my ten-sided die to see what genre we're doing. And I rolled a ten, and so that's Thriller, Jordy LaForge, with your oh. headphones on. <laughs> um, and then we're going to roll a hundred-sided die, or a percentage die, and see which number movie in that genre we're going to watch. That's and George I, LaForge to you. I don't know and, who this Jordy fellow is. And I and I rolled a twenty-one. So I want to go over to 21. Amazon. I'm going to go over to Amazon really quick, and I want to go to the thriller mystery thriller section and find the twenty-first movie in that section, and that's the movie we're going to do next next week. So y'all hang tight. I will be right back. What's nine plus ten? Twenty-one. You stupid. The classic meme. One of the most classic memes ever. Okay, so um, what do we, got? we are watching. I heard something about this movie. I didn't hear it was great. It's new. Um, so yeah, that's not telling me anything. It's called the three five five. The what? What? The three five five. Is that as, like as some kind like of like the word precinct? the word the word the. And the number three five five. Now I don't know if it's pronounced the three hundred and fifty five or if it's just the three five five. It's a movie from twenty twenty two. It's from this year. Um, and oh, the so, yeah, and so it, it is new. And 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 the little the little plot line thing says when a top secret weapon falls into mercenary hands, a wild card CIA agent joins forces with three international agents on a lethal mission to retrieve it while staying a step ahead of a mysterious woman who's tracking their every move. And it stars Jessica Chastain, Penelope Cruz, Bing Bing Fan, Diane Kruger. Those are the main female characters. Those so big female cast but I just heard it wasn't that great. But it's some kind of, I guess, mystery, thriller, action, female, CIA, spy thing. So so it's a female version of Get Smart, but No, no, I don't... I, I don't know. I, you know what I know. What I just read is what I know. So... Right. Um, and it's average score... It's, um, it's, average, it's average score. It's meta score is 40 out of 100. So it's got an F. Yeah, and and even even user scores is and user scores are usually you know like viewer scores are typically higher than the review scores. Um, yeah. The viewer score is five point four out of ten. So yeah, still so it an F. and it's still an F. So whether whether you're a professional critic or you're just a fan, it's still an F. Yeah. So anyway, so we're watching some female mystery CIA thriller thing. With. Just as long as um as we never watch the female Ghostbusters movie, <sighs> uh, whatever it doesn't matter to me. I mean, if we if we land on it with the dice, man, the dice don't lie. We are yeah. slaves to the dice. 
No. So that's what we're going to do next time. We'll be back next Monday. We do the, the podcast on Mondays at 7 o'clock. We also game stream together on Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock. A couple of Saturday morning buffoons playing video games together. So you can always come join us with a cup of coffee or the dog that bit you the night before. <laughs> the hair of the dog that bit you. And, um, and we'll go from there. So we'll be back next Saturday, this Saturday morning to play some games together. And we'll be back next Monday. We do this all the time. You can catch me on Twitter um, or Instagram at uh, HeadGamer. Uh, you can catch the podcast uh, on Instagram at Genepool Variety Hour. Um, obviously, you can see us here on Twitch at Genepool Variety Hour. Connor has some uh, social media stuff too, though he never uses them. So there you go. If you want to reach I've, us, I've fallen out of social media. If you want to reach us, reach me. Um, if, um, if if you want to contact me on on Discord, you can. No, oh, there you go. Um, but yeah, if you want to catch us there, oh, um, I also have a TikTok head underscore gamer. I started doing that. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm an old guy, but I have a TikTok now. So if you want to catch me over there, head underscore gamer. Uh, so that's all we got. That's all we're doing tonight. We're gonna get out of here. He's got to go to bed because he's got to be up for work early in the morning. And I'm gonna go downstairs. Four a.m. and eat some Four candy or something, and sit and watch something with my wife. So that's it. Thanks, uh, thanks, Dennis, for popping in. Um, go back and watch the 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 the, the stream uh, and see the beginning of it where we threw you some love. Uh, again, if you guys are interested in uh, liking Solomon's Odyssey. Go to patreon.com slash hiveheadstudios. Check it out. Um, I don't know about getting a copy now or not. I just go there and figure it out. Um, it's definitely worth it. Uh, support my buddy's dream. And uh, he's already working on the, uh, episode two. He's already working on the second uh, issue. So that'll be coming out probably sometime next year. All right. So that's all we got. Anything else going on? Anything else you got to say? And always remember... Stay nerdy, my friends. Went for the abrupt ending tonight. One of these days we'll actually do this for, and kind of sound professional when we do this. I think we sound pretty professional. <laughs> You're still here? Shut up. <laughs> it's over. Go home.